Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash make your bed. Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Yesterday, we started talking about Aristotle's 10 rules for a good life, and we left off talking about how important it is to be honest and truthful about your character. Because in my experience, it's super natural to develop a mask that protects us from being judged too harshly or seen too closely. But if we can learn how to embrace our fullest, truest selves with confidence but not cockiness, and humility but not humbleness, we can reach a more self-possessed version of ourselves so we don't fear being perceived so much because the perceptions others will have will be closer to who we actually are. The next virtue that Aristotle touted was equity. And I feel like at this point, I don't actually need to cite any studies that prove how dangerous and toxic it is to your self-esteem, your mental health, and overall well-being if you believe you're not being treated fairly. But when Aristotle said, The equitable man is one who by choice and habit does not stand on his rights unduly, but is content to receive a smaller share, although he has the law on his side, calling it a special kind of justice? Well, that shit hit different, okay? And fuck me if I'm misinterpreting it, but I take this as that pie is going to taste a lot better when we all get our fair share. Even if I have to give up some of my God-given slice because I was born in the right place at the right time with the right body, into the right family, into the right circumstances, etc., etc., it is my duty to recognize those privileges and share that wealth. Because not only does doing good feel good, but things taste better when we're a part of a community. 
And I don't know about you, but pie doesn't taste as good when you're surrounded by a bunch of people who are starving for pie and never had the chance to try it. So be an Aristotle and bust out the forks. Because although he has the law on his side, he is content to receive a smaller share. Take me to church, Aristotle. Aristotle also wrote about the virtue of consideration for others. And this may sound like politeness or sensitivity to others' feelings, but he also recommended something trickier, which was forgiveness and forbearance towards others' faults. And to me, this will always come back to radical acceptance. I accept you for who you are. Even if that person rubs me the wrong way, I am not only understanding, but I'm forgiving. And listen, I'm somebody who forgives maybe a little too easily, and while it has bitten me in the ass a few times, because people tend to play within the boundaries you set, so if you don't set any, they tend to just play. But even still, I find my ability to let go of a grudge to be a very powerful tool in my own happiness and well-being, especially when I compare it to some of my petty friends who still hold on to shit from high school. And I understand why, but oftentimes that shit only weighs down the person carrying it. I did a whole episode about forgiveness years ago at this point, and I don't remember what I said in it, but I know it was valuable because I got a lot of messages, so I highly recommend going back and checking it out. I might myself, actually. But it's not just me who feels this way. Virtually every study of forgiveness does show that practicing it purposefully and letting go of grievances genuinely lowers depression and anxiety symptoms. And the final virtue I'm sharing today is that of modesty. And this one's a little complicated, because when I think of modesty, I think of dressing in a turtleneck, not showing ankles, and not speaking up to interrupt the boys. But Aristotle defined it as refraining from shameful, even if tempting, behavior, and applied this even to private conduct in the sense that modesty could only be a virtue if a good man would be ashamed if he were to do so and so. Which, in other words, means you have to believe that action is vicious in order to be virtuous in avoiding it. Like, I don't put any moral virtue on weed smoking or drinking. So even when I take a break and don't drink or I don't smoke, by Aristotle's standards, that's no virtuous act. But if my experience with alcohol consumption became more toxic, and I did genuinely start to associate that with negativity, then me avoiding it qualifies it as a more virtuous act. Let's try another example. Someone's being an asshole to my friend at the bar. I want to be petty and kick their ass. I choose not to. That, my friend, is virtuous. Because it would have satisfied my immediate want, but it wouldn't have perpetuated a more loving future. So the way that I understand this form of modesty is really the simplicity of when I do good, it feels good. When I do bad, it feels bad. So when I do undertake moral acts with a sense of purpose, I feel happy. And when I don't partake in immoral acts, even though I want to, that also gains happiness. And as Miley Cyrus once said, that's pretty cool. Now, Aristotle proposed those happiness virtues more than two millennia ago. But as Arthur C. Brooks wrote in his article, these virtues do provide a handy checklist today for living well. And I'm going to share now the abbreviated list from Arthur's words, in that Atlantic article. If you want to screenshot it, you can click on the link in the show notes so you can post it on your fridge or stick it in a notebook if you found this to be valuable. Number one, name your fears and face them. Number two, know your appetites and control them. Number three, be neither a cheapskate nor a spendthrift. Number four, 
give as generously as you can. Number five, focus more on the transcendent, disregard the trivial. Number six, true strength is a controlled temper. Number seven, never lie, especially to yourself. Number eight, stop struggling for your fair share. Number nine, forgive others and forbear their weaknesses. Number 10, divine your morality and live up to it, even in private. And remember, at a time we're creating rules for our lives, we need to be flexible so that they can enhance our lives rather than become another cage to put ourselves in, because we all do deserve that sweet, sweet eudaimonia, whether it takes a ton of effort to get there or not. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com